following podcast is for adults over the age of 18 years or 21 years based on geography. Listener discretion is advised. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Michael McGrady, and I am your host and the public policy columnist for the English edition of VapingPost.com. We are happy to present our first ever episode of Vaping Weekly Update. In addition to our special reporting and a series of highly anticipated interviews in the next few weeks, we plan to produce weekly news updates that highlight the most important stories that impact the domestic, international vaping, and tobacco harm reduction communities. Now that the ice is broken, here's the news that vapors, shop owners, and activists need to know for this week, ending on December 7th. Now here's the news. First, the U.S. state of Alaska announced earlier this week that public health authorities have identified their first case of the e-cigarette or vaping product use-associated lung injury diagnosis, also known as a volley. Alaska has long been one of the only U.S. states not to report any noteworthy case of a vaping-linked lung injury. Current numbers on the Evali epidemic show that there are over 2,000 diagnoses of Evali nationwide, with the majority of cases tied to contaminated or illicit vapor products that contain THC or CBD. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, also known as the CDC, report that most of the cases are not exclusively linked to one brand or type of product. CDC data also reports that nearly 50 deaths have been tied to Evali at the time of this reporting. On a similar note, the CDC released the most recent findings from the National Youth Tobacco Survey. According to the CDC, youth tobacco use is at a 19-year high. New data from the survey show that 6.2 million middle and high school students use tobacco. This data also shows that e-cigarettes and other risk-reduced tobacco products are tied to the trends of youth uptake. Survey data also shows that e-cigarettes are the most common products used by youth for the sixth year in a row. Now, let's turn our attentions to the legislative branch. Members of the U.S. Senate have advanced President Donald Trump's new pick for commissioner of the Food and Drug Administration, named Dr. Stephen Hahn, the chief medical officer of the MD Anderson Cancer Center in Houston, Texas. The Senate Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee pressed Hahn on the topic of underage vaping during a critical confirmation hearing. Senators asked Hahn if he will take action against vaping and e-cigarettes, but he responded with very broad responses. At the end of the hearing, Hahn enjoyed bipartisan support with an 18-5 vote in favor of his nomination, advancing to the Senate floor for a vote by the Committee of the Whole. Even Senator Mitt Romney, Republican of Utah, voted in favor of Hahn despite his long opposition to vaping. In scientific news, Professor Kirk Jones of the University of California, San Francisco, recently announced that a patient inflicted with an e-cigarette injury shares the same symptoms as industrial metal workers diagnosed with a rare lung injury. The findings for the study were published in the Academic European Respiratory Journal. According to the findings, the unnamed e-cigarette user in question is inflicted with a lung injury known as hard metal pneumoconiosis, 
despite not having been exposed to metals like cobalt or tungsten. This condition causes distinct scarring in the lung tissue. Quote, this patient did not have any known exposure to hard metal, so we identified the use of an e-cigarette as a possible cause, Jones said in a statement. He added that this is the first known case of this lung injury linked to the use of a vaping device. Now, let's take a short break. We will resume with international headlines after these messages. Hi, it's Michael. Vaping Weekly is a user-supported show. We depend on the generosity of our readers and listeners to support our production efforts. You can donate one time or offer a recurring monthly gift to help continue our groundbreaking journalism and reporting on vaping, snooze, nicotine, and the vertical of tobacco harm reduction. To donate, please visit www.anchor.fm vaping post in your web browser, or you can click the link in the episode description. Thank you for helping us make this show for vapors by vapors. Now, back to the news. On the international front, the global environment of vaping is also facing a series of new challenges as world governments continue to adopt overly aggressive policies against the behavior and tobacco harm reduction. Notably, the Philippines is now the backdrop for controversial President Rodrigo Duterte and his hardline stance on e-cigarette use. International wire services have collectively reported that Duterte intends to arrest e-cigarette users while simultaneously working towards a national prohibition on the entire class of products. He characterized e-cigarettes as toxic, further claiming that this action is to protect public health and young people. Duterte's position on vaping is noteworthy and certainly concerning due to his known track record of mass arrests and also carrying countless numbers of extrajudicial killings against drug users. Human rights groups have taken issue with the president's drug control legacy, but international health advocates have since cheered his nationwide ban on e-cigarettes. Headlines out of the European Union also offer a depiction on the tobacco control environment across the Atlantic Ocean. A few weeks ago, public health authorities in Belgium reported that an 18-year-old man died after having used an e-cigarette that was given to him as a birthday gift. Medical professionals at the San Luc Hospital in Brussels indicate that the now past named Raphael Pauert used a lethal CBD vaping product. A hemp industry group indicates that the need for regulations in the European Union is underscored by the death in Belgium. The European Industrial Hemp Association called on EU regulators to finally formalize CBD regulations which include moving forward the rules that prohibit the use of suspected additives like vitamin E acetate. We are still awaiting new developments on this topic. This concludes the Vaping Weekly Update for Saturday, December 7th, 2019. Stay tuned for our upcoming special report on consumer innovations and the verticals of vaping and snooze. Not to mention, don't miss our first Vaping Weekly Unfiltered interview with the former Winston man himself, David Gorlitz. You can listen to Vaping Weekly on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also visit your favorite podcast directory, 
click search, type in Vaping Weekly, and simply click subscribe. Vaping Weekly is created, produced, and hosted by Michael McGrady. The show is also produced by the editorial team at VapingPost.com. Sound design and recording of this podcast are done at Parahelion Creations in Monument, Colorado. Vaping Weekly is presented by Inter.fm. We are independent of Big Tobacco. Thank you.